Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 458. And today, we're going to be talking all about your goals for 2018 and really how to create your own personal roadmap. We're going to go through step-by-step on how you can do it, how I'm doing it, how I recommend that you do it. Because I think at the beginning of the year, we always, you know, we get these ideas of what we want to do and we write them down on paper maybe, or maybe we just think of what we want to do, or maybe we sign up for the gym and then maybe it fades out maybe in like a month if you're lucky sometimes. And I'm guilty of that as well. Not, not just saying you or anyone else listening, but it's just the way it works. But we need to do this beginning of the year because that's when we always generally do it. Now, if you're listening to this in July, you can still do this and I would encourage you to do this. But because I'm recording this on January 1st, when uh, this is going live, uh, I want you guys to be ready and be prepared and I want you to stop doing whatever you're doing right now and I want you to go through this as an exercise, all right? I want you to think that you're going to you know, commit yourself to this, this process. And to me, it's really just about asking yourself, a, you know, some questions, a lot of good questions. And, uh, and what I'm going to be doing here is giving you some of the questions that I ask myself, but then also the ones that I think you should be asking yourself, because I think once you get clear on what you are going to be doing and you commit to it and you get the discipline to do it, which I think is another important thing, uh, you will do it. And then once you do it, you're going to start to get results. And when you start to get results, you're going to keep showing up. Let's take the gym, for example. If you commit to the gym and also, by the way, diet is usually, it's part of that mix. Uh, Just a a little bonus tip there for you. You can go to the gym all you want, but if you're still going to eat all of the garbage, uh, probably not going to lose weight. Just isn't going to happen. Um, But if you go to the gym and you commit to getting your, your calories in check or your diet in check, get your health in check, really, uh, then there's a good chance that you're going to lose some weight or get in shape or feel better. Maybe it's not even about losing weight. Maybe it's just about feeling better, right? But if you show up and you get through that you know, first week where it's the toughest, right? You're getting up early or you're doing it after work and you're like, I just want to go home and relax. I don't want to do this. Or you get up early. Oh, I don't want to get up because I could be sleeping another 45 minutes or an hour. But once you get yourself past that point, then you're going to say, you know what? I'm starting to feel good. I'm starting to, I'm starting to see results here. The same exact thing applies to your life, to the things that you want to accomplish, to building your business. And really, I mean, let's face it, this podcast was all started for building your, your own online business. And, uh, and that's what I want to do here for you guys is give you that roadmap and really some questions to ask yourself. All right. Sound cool? Good. Shake your head if it sounds cool (laughs) or yeah, just acknowledge it in some way. That way there you can acknowledge it to yourself. And I think that's a big thing for us to do is just say stuff out loud sometimes or write things down, make them real. All right. All right. So what you're going to need is a notebook. All right. I know, I know it's not your phone. You're probably thinking I was going to say, go to this app and plug in all of your information. And then it's going to give you notifications and reminders. No, I want you to get a notepad. Funny thing is, I just got back from 
getting a few notebooks for this exercise myself, uh, which uh, the time that I'm recording this is a little bit before January 1st. So I'm going to do this before January 1st, but you are listening to this right at January 1st, or maybe even it's a month after, two months after, whatever. You can do it right now. Pretend that it's your January 1st. All right. Pretend it's your time to go through and get yourself squared away. All right. So you're going to need a notebook. Okay. And you're going to need a couple of them. One of them, I would like it to be for just your goals. The second one, I would like it to be a journaling one. I would like it to be one that you can check in either daily, weekly, or monthly. You make the decision. Is it going to be daily? If it is, figure out that time, commit to it, and write down in that journal things like what you're going to do and maybe at the end of the day, what you did. As simple as that. Like just open up the notebook and write in the morning what I want to do today. Could be, I want to go to the gym or I want to work on my business an hour. And then at the end of the day, reflect on what you did and write it down. All right. And keep going through that process. That's journaling in a sense. You can get fancy with it if you want to. Uh, You can write down other things, maybe even a few affirmations. You can do things uh, like a positive thought of the day. You can do all that stuff. And I'm a fan of it, but I want to make this easy for you. Right. So that's your journaling. Maybe you maybe you go once a week. Maybe you do. uh, Let's see. You check in on Monday. And then you check back in on Sunday and you write down what you want to do for the week. And then you check in what you, what did you do for the week? I would prefer you at least do it weekly, preferably daily. But if you only do it weekly, then that's fine. I would, I say monthly, but I wouldn't do it monthly. Monthly would be kind of like a check-in on how you're doing on your goals or on your progress. Um, the journaling thing would pre would, would probably be like daily or weekly. All right. So Let's, let's kind of dig in right here. All right. Uh, oh, actually, before I do, um, I just did an episode, uh, episode 447, not that long ago, about 11 episodes, 10, 11 episodes. And, uh, and it was how to make enough money to leave your job action steps. Plus I did a little rant there, but that one there will also tie into this one. Well, because if you're at that point where you're trying to kind of reverse back as far as what you need to do, like reverse engineering, what you want to accomplish as far as money goals, that one will help you get a lot of clarity. So that's episode 447. I wanted to throw that in there. I had it on my notes. I missed it, but I just remembered it. So theamazingseller.com forward slash 447. And then this episode is 458. The show notes and transcripts and all of the stuff that we talk about will be on the blog at theamazingseller.com forward slash 458. All right. So this one here, again, is about your goals. Okay. I'm going to give you some of mine that I'm looking at and kind of so you can see the exercise in action, but these are goals for you to, to dig into and to, to set for yourself. Okay. All right. So number one, the notebook, we got that out of the way. You got to ask yourself questions. The first question, okay, that you need to ask yourself is what do I want to accomplish in 2018 or 2019? If you're listening to this a year later, because this is going to be a recorded episode, but right now it's 2018. So what do I want to accomplish in 2018? Ask yourself that question. And then you can sit there and think about it. Hmm. Okay. That's a good question. Well, let me drill in a little bit deeper. There's three areas that I like to look at. And these all to me play a role in making your business run successfully as well. Okay. So number one is health and fitness. Okay. So for me, I ask myself, what do I want to accomplish in 2018 in health and fitness? Okay. Well, I want to be able to, you know, eat better. I want to be able to have, you know, a schedule. I want to be able to stay my current weight, you know, whatever it is. Okay. 
But you got to have that. And we're going to drill in. I'm going to give you some ideas as far as like what I'm doing as far as health and fitness and all that stuff, just to kind of give you, you know, some thoughts on that. But health and fitness, that's my number one thing. Okay. Secondly, and these can be in different orders, but health and fitness usually for me is kind of like, that's what sets up the foundation for everything else. Because if you feel good, if you, if you have good self-esteem, you feel good about yourself, right? It kind of moves yourself in a positive direction there. So you're going to feel better if you have a bad day, you know what I mean? Like, so it kind of, uh, it kind of works to help you through some of those other things and also helps to make you feel good. And, you know, also shine a little bit of positive light on other people. I like that. So health and fitness. Okay. And, uh, and that's also health is kind of related to your mindset and all that stuff. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that here in a second. But then the second thing that I look at is what do I want to accomplish in 2018 in my relationships? Now, these relationships can be with your family. It could be with, uh, you know, spouse. It could be with just random people or friendships or, you know, new, new relationships. Okay. So that's another one. That's another area. And then the third one is what do I want to accomplish in 2018 financially? All right. So what do I want to accomplish in 2018? And then just fill in the blank, health and fitness, relationships, financially. Okay. Now I did want to highlight something really quickly. I was having a conversation and I'm not going to name the person and I'm not going to even reference it, but I'm just going to say that I was having a conversation uh, with someone and I was talking about personal development. I was talking about a great book that I thought that they should read. And I thought that, you know, we should be finding ways to constantly remind ourselves on how to have positive energy, how to surround yourself with like-minded people, how to constantly be working on ourselves to be a better person. And from there to serve other people by whether it's saying hello in a friendlier tone, whatever. Right. And they said, you know, I don't really need that. Like, I feel like I'm good just the way I am. And I was kind of confused uh, by that. I was kind of taken back to be honest with you. And I was like, wow, like how can someone think that they have it all figured out? Like their life is just so perfect that they don't have to, and they don't want to. And, you know, kind of the attitude that, you know, if you don't like me for who I am, then screw you. And, you know, I don't believe in that. I I, I don't think that, you know, I, I do agree that, you know what, don't change the way you are just to please other people. But if you know that you're not the best that you can be, then you have room for improvement. Uh, now you can agree or disagree. I really don't care. It's what I'm personally doing. And my personal belief, uh, is that I want to con- continually be growing. I want to, I want to strive to be a better person. I want to have better relationships. I want to be healthier and I want to be in, in better shape. And I want to financially be at the point where I don't have to worry about money. Like, so all of those things play a role in your mindset in personal development and all of that. So, Again, just my thoughts. I'm thinking a little out loud here for you because when that happened, it was kind of like I had to take a step back and I was just like, wow, really? Like, how can that be? How can someone think like that? Have you ever thought for yourself, you know, to to yourself, like, how can someone think a certain way? And again, that could be things that you might believe strongly about. And you're like, how can't that person be like me? Uh, You know, and, and I get it, right? Everyone is going to be different and that's cool. But like something like that, like, If I said to you, could you improve your life in any way? And you said, nah, I'm cool. I'm good. (laughs) I mean, it just shows me you're kind of like, uh, you're, you're letting yourself down, but you're also letting other people down in your, in your circle and people that you come in contact with. So anyway, just a little side note there for you. So for me, personal development is huge. Okay. All right. So let's move on. We need to create 
yearly goals plus I like to create 90-day sprints, okay? So I can check in and see where I'm at. Now, that doesn't mean that you're not going to be checking in maybe every 30 days or maybe it's every week. Uh, I like to be able to take the things that I want to do and then chunk it down, usually in many, many little sprints, like a 90-day sprint, and then from there, we can see how things are going or we can pivot or we can change, all right? But what you want to do, and I'm going to give you some ideas on how you can do this, but what I want you to do is write these down on paper, okay? Again, thinking about health and fitness, thinking about relationships, and thinking about financially, okay? So three areas. Now, again, I'm not preaching here. I'm not saying that you have to do this. If there's another area of your life that you want to focus on, then then do that, okay? Just I know that for most people, these are the three. These are the three that come to mind for me. I'm getting older. I want to be healthier. I want to be in better shape. I want to be around here for my grandkids. I want to be able to be limber. I want to be able to still play basketball with my son. Well, try to play basketball with my son uh, or maybe go out and play softball. Like I, I want to be able to do that stuff for a very long time. I want to enjoy my life. So that's health and fitness relationships. I want to have a great relationship now and in the future with my wife and with my kids and, and, you know, people that I come across, I want to have great relationships with. Uh, I want to have new relationships with people that I don't have right now and, uh, and all of that. And then financially, I want to know that we are safe in a sense, right? We don't have to worry about that because we've done smart decision-making and we're always striving to protect that and also grow that. So that's why I focus on those three. All right. So again, keeping those in mind. All right. So here's a sample of what this might look like. All right. And I just kind of threw these down. I'm going to go through deeper on these myself and get more specific, but this is again, just to kind of have myself go through this as you're, you're here. Okay. So number one, and, and I'm thinking about, you know, the health and fitness thing. So number one, daily exercise, mind and body. Okay. So this might look like I am going to set a schedule that I get up at five 30 and for the first 15 to 20 minutes, I am going to maybe meditate, okay, which I'm thinking about doing, and I've got a couple apps I'm going to try out. I've never been a, a, a person that thought I could meditate, but again, I'm growing as a person. I want to do that because I want to get centered. I want to get clarity and all that stuff, and I think that it's beneficial. Uh, now, I may do that at the end of the workout, but I'm going to try in the, in the beginning, okay? So I'm going to write all this stuff down. The next thing would be, well, then I am going to go hit the, hit the gym. I'm going to go in my garage and I am going to, uh, I'm going to work out. Okay. And that could be for 20 minutes. It could be for 30 minutes, could be for 40 minutes, depending on how much time I have that morning, because I'm going to try to figure it out where 15, 20 minutes goes to one thing. And then the rest of it goes to the workout. Then after the workout, I take my shower. And then from there I'm ready for my daughter in school. And then we can get on with the day. Okay. So you see how I'm kind of mapping that out. Now I didn't write down specific goals as far as, well, I want to lose 12 pounds. Uh, I want to get to a certain body percentage as far as a fat, you know, uh, you know, body percentage or whatever, right? Like I didn't get into any of that. I may. Um, but for me right now, I just want to continually stay active and continually work out, um, and, and get in that routine. Okay. Um, the other thing is read and listen to self-help. Now that could be, again, the first thing in the 15 minutes in the morning. It could be 15 minutes after the workout. It could be at the end of the day. Okay. Um, walk and exercise routine. So the one thing I'm going to be doing is walking also during the day. Okay. But this could be first thing in the morning instead of the workout. Maybe I skip the workout and I just do the walk. 
I have to do 30 minutes of work of working out or exercise. That's what I'm trying to get at here. And then the next one is feed my body with proper nutrition. Okay. Now that could be, uh, maybe I'm playing around with intermittent fasting. And for those of you that don't know what that is, it's kind of like where you eat, you know, in a certain amount of time in a day, maybe an eight hour window. And then the rest of the time you kind of fast in a sense. And I've played around with it and I can go probably till one, two o'clock where I'm feeling normal. Um, but your body gets into like this certain state where um, your your body's feeding off of whatever's left in your body because it has no food because you went into sleep mode and kind of like starvation mode in a sense. And then your body starts to uh, use your fat as energy. And there's a whole thing behind that. Whether you believe in it or not, it doesn't matter. Um, what matters is, is like that's something that I may play around with and that may be part of it. So the nutrition part comes where I'm going to have to have nutrition starting at my breakfast and then at my dinner and then at my, you know, snack before I call it a day with, you know, eating and maybe I'm only going to eat up till eight o'clock, but I'm going to have that as a routine. Okay. And I've done that in the past and I've, I've stuck to it and then I've gotten off and then I've stuck to it and then I've gotten off. So that's kind of what that looks like for that right there. All right. And again, I'm going to get even deeper in my own stuff, but I just kind of threw these out there literally before I got on here. Um, okay. So that's that, that's your health and nutrition. Okay. Now the next one that I would focus on is the relationships, right? Well, a lot of people would say, Scott, you've got an awesome relationship with your kids and you've got an awesome relationship with your wife. You don't have to work on anything. No, not true. I know I can be a better husband, a better father. There's things that I could do better. And I get those ideas a lot of times by listening to other people in the self-help world. Like, for example, I listen to Darren Hardy with The Compound Effect. I've got the book. I probably read that thing three times a year. I listen to the audio book maybe once or twice. There's a lot of things in there about just how to be a good person to the people around you and how to have better relationships. So that's important to me. And I know that as you get older and as you get, like if you're married for 23 years like me, you start to forget that you might want to go up and give your wife a hug at two o'clock in the afternoon, just randomly, right? Like there's things like that, that I know that I could do better. And it's not that I don't want to, it's just, you get busy and then you start to kind of slip a little bit, right? So you have to think about that stuff. And when I think about it and I'm reminded about it, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense, right? So there's things that I know I can do better. And again, me getting ideas is by me doing the thing in the first thing that we just talked about or the first section here, which was, you know, diet and nutrition and health and all that stuff is, you know, also doing stuff with your mind as far as, you know, reading those books and 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 getting suggestions from other people on how they, they've had strong relationships over the years, right? Um, so things like this, like maybe I do more fun activities. We schedule them, okay, with the family. Uh, maybe we do date nights and we schedule those, which that I'm definitely going to be doing. I hear a lot of people that do that like once a month, they have a date night, they go out, they have dinner and uh, they just get to talk. And I mean, my wife and I have lunch just about every day, but there's something about going out, getting dressed up a little bit, going to a nice, di- you know, a nice diner, I almost said diner, a nice dinner and, uh, you know, just enjoying yourselves and maybe a glass of wine, maybe, uh, maybe uh, you know, you, you go dancing, like whatever, right? Like it'd be fun to do that. So why not, right? Why not do that? And I think that if you schedule it, I think you'll do it. And again, I got that from Darren Hardy in the compound effect. He talks all about that 
in in that as well. It's it's business related that book is, but it's a lot to do with just yourself and and how to have a better life. Um, so definitely listen to that. If you guys have not listened to the Compound Effect, definitely check that out. Um, be a good listener. It's another thing that I know sometimes I could probably do a better job uh, as being a good listener. So focus on that a little bit. Paying attention to it. Be aware of it. Uh, reach more people through my podcast, through my YouTube channel, through Facebook. Spread my message. Like focus on that more. I get so excited uh, about certain things that I may forget about jumping on Periscope, which I haven't talked about, but like jumping on Periscope and talking to those people. There's people on there that when I jump on, they're like, oh my gosh, God, I, I, where you been? Like they might not be on Facebook, so I'm not reaching them. So I got to pay attention to certain places and certain areas to strengthen those relationships with the TAS community, you guys. And I want to do that. Uh, and then the other thing would be like sharing my story to inspire and motivate people. I've thought about, you know, contacting colleges and having, uh, having myself go in there and talk to kids that are in college uh, and maybe about entrepreneurship, maybe going to a high school, maybe talking about how when I was going through school, you know, it was said that you had to go to college. Now that might not be a good conversation for kids that are in college, but you get what I'm saying, right? You, you would go and share your story to show people just because you weren't so-called smart in school doesn't mean you still can't, you know, go out there and create the life that you want and that you deserve. Um, and that would be something that, you know, would be important to me and it is important to me and something that I want to be able to do in the future. And again, but that is building relationships with people, with people. I actually love building relationships with people because I learn about them. I love hearing their stories. I love hearing where they came from. I love hearing how they've overcome some of the things in their lives. Like, I love that stuff. So I want to do more of it, okay? And then, so again, I would have to come up with, you know, what am I going to do in the next 90 days to do more of that, right? Or to uh, to learn more about people or to share my story. Like, I need to map that out and that's what I'm going to be doing on my personal, you know, my, in, in my personal little notebook. All right. Number three and the final one is growing, uh, you know, financially, right? So everyone wants to grow financially because it allows us to do what we want to do. And it also allows us to feel like we can breathe where you don't have to focus on where am I going to get the money to pay the bill at the end of the month? I know that feeling, guys. I remember every, I think it was Sunday, maybe it was Saturday, I used to sit down with my little spreadsheet book. It wasn't on the computer. It was a little a little uh, binder with uh, some you know graph paper in it, in a sense. And I had everything mapped out. And I'd have to slide money from money that I had over here to pay this bill and hope that I could get enough money to slide that money back over by the time that payment was due. Like, I know that feeling. I've done it. And I, I've lived paycheck to paycheck. And right now, currently, no, I don't live like that. But you still always have the fear in the back of your mind, what if it, it goes back to that? Like, what if, you know, things go wrong? What if, God forbid, something bad happens and I'm depleted? Like, those things are still going to cross your mind. But what I want to do is continually build wealth and, and growth throughout 
you know, the year that we're working on right now and also projecting what you're going to do in the future, setting yourself up for things that could work today, but then also grow for tomorrow. That's why I love building businesses, you know, and that's why one of my main focuses right now is the new brand. You know, I believe we are going to be able to grow that to a seven figure business in the next 12 months. And that's going to be on my list. And we already have kind of a map and a plan of what that's going to look like, how many products we're going to be rolling out per year. And really, we're going to try to do one per month minimum uh, and, and just really grow that. And then who knows, like I said, planting the seed for today that will profit a little bit tomorrow, but really we may be able to cash out for 5 million you know, who knows, right? If we get that thing to net, you know, 500,000 to a million dollars in a year, like we can, we can sell that thing for a good chunk of money. And then that's going to be an investment that paid off. And then from there we can move on and do other things. That's why on, you know, another part of my list is to help start another new brand. You know, I'm not a hundred percent sure where that is yet. I've got a couple of ideas. I've got a couple of, a couple of things in the, in the oven, uh, or in, I guess, how do they say that? A couple of irons in the fire. Uh, you know, I've got a couple things, uh, in mind that I'm pretty excited about. And, you know, I may be a 25% or a 50% shareholder in that. So again, moving, you know, moving forward with those things and keeping my eyes and ears open for those things, but putting that on my list, that that's, what's going to be on the radar. And as I continually collect those thoughts, I'll write them down, but then I'll act on one. Okay. And it may work. It may not. All right. So that's kind of like that thing for the growth and, and the building of businesses. And in this case, it's Amazon slash e-commerce businesses. Uh, now the other thing is for me financially is, and you guys all know, you know, TAS started free. Everything was free and a lot of it still is, but we have training now, you know, we offer training and that does bring in revenue. Uh, you know, which is great, right? Because the more that we can bring in, we know that we are also serving a lot more people and it helps us serve more people. Just like the podcast, as soon as the podcast started to bring in some money, not even with sponsorships, but really like with an affiliate deal that I would do. And the affiliate would be like, Hey, uh, you know, I love your product. Can I promote it? And you know, I could get a small percentage and yeah. Okay. So now that money is brought in and then that helps me buy the show notes, three episodes a week. Right. And I get someone to be able to transcribe all of that stuff, which is not cheap by the way. Right. So I'm able to then help other people expand the brand. And then also once I reach more people and help more people, guess what? It also comes back and people want to possibly buy training or they want to, you know, purchase through my affiliate link. How many, I can't tell you how many people have emailed me and said, Scott, I just want to let you know, I bought you a cup of coffee. I appreciate everything you do. And what they mean by that is if you guys are brand new, I talk a lot about if you go through one of my affiliate links that I've partnered with, you'll be basically buying me a cup of coffee and I appreciate it. And then so people will say, Scott, I just want to let you know, I just signed up for Jungle Scout and I bought you a cup of coffee. And I'm like, dude, thank you so much. Or thank you so much, ma'am. Or I don't want this to be like, it's only the guys. Uh, you get what I'm saying, right? It's like, awesome. Thank you so much. Um, so that helps, right? And bringing that in. So, you know, for me personally, the more that I get out there and help people, I know that the money will follow. It just happens. It's just the way it works. So for me, growing the TAS revenue isn't necessarily like the primary focus, but if I add more value, free and paid, 
then I know the revenue, the revenue will increase. It's just, it's just the way it works. All right. So again, those are some things that are going through my mind that are going on paper. Okay. And then we will kind of dig into each one of those sections and say, okay, what is the daily exercise thing going to look like? What is the stuff that I'm going to listen to look like? What is the times of all this stuff? So all of that stuff is really what we're going to be doing in each of these sections. Same thing with like the relationships. What are the things, what is, what is three things that I want to focus on this first 90 days? Or what's the one thing that I want to focus on this first 90 days? So things like that. Okay. And then number three would be like, okay, right now I want to grow financially in this one area. So this one area would be the new brand. How are we going to do that? We're going to launch more products. How are we going to do that? Well, we have to get a list of our products that we want to source. Then what do we do? We reverse it back. Uh, you know, have we contacted three suppliers for this? Yes, we have. Uh, have we gotten samples? No, we got to order samples. You see where I'm going? We're kind of like just taking it through the steps as we write this thing out, but we have to get these things clear first, and then we can dig in and kind of reverse engineer how to get to where we want to go. Okay. So hopefully this makes sense and hopefully it's not too confusing. All right. One thing I want to mention here that I always mention, you guys probably hear it, whether if you attend my workshops or you just listen to the podcast or you just see me in person, a lot of times I talk about discovering your why, okay? And I know some people say, oh, Scott, that's, that's crap. Who cares about the why? I just want to make money. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, you are probably going to have a really hard time and you probably could have achieved your goals if you had clarity on your why. Okay. And if you understand that, why it will become so much easier in my opinion for you to push through when you have down moments. And let me just tell you, you are going to have down moments. You are okay. Now we're talking right now business, but that could be in life, right? That could be, you know, who knows, maybe you're working out and you're doing really good. And then you injure your arm and you can't work out. And now you're out for six weeks. You're going to lose all of that work that you did. Trust me. I hate when that happens and it can get me down. But if I have the right mindset, I say, well, wait a minute here. I hurt my right arm. What else can I do? I can still walk. I can still do legs. If I want to, I can still, I can still work out my left arm. If I want to, uh, there's things that I can still do to keep my mind in it, even though I can't do that part. So hopefully that makes sense. So the same thing with your business. If, if you have a problem and you, everything was running smooth and then all of a sudden you get a, uh, you know, cease and desist letter and you got to deal with it. Well, you got to deal with it. Right. But if you have the right mindset and the right people around you and all that stuff, and you have the right, why you're going to be able to push yourself. Cause you're like, well, wait a minute, I got to figure this thing out. If I don't figure this thing out, I'm going to lose what I started or I'm not going to have the opportunity to have what I want. So I have to do it because the why reminds me of, you know, why I'm pushing through. Okay. So why? So that would be one of the very first things that I would love for you to do is to really, you know, ask yourself that question, why? Okay. And just remember that usually it's not about the money. It's about the freedom that it provides. Okay. It, it provides the freedom. It, it provides you the ability to live the way you want to live. Okay. That's what the money does. Now, some people want to go, Oh, look at me. I got a, I got a Jag in the, in the driveway or, Oh, look at me. I got this big fancy house or, Oh, look at me. I only buy the best, you know, jeans out there or the most expensive this or the most expensive that 
If that's you, it's materialistic and that will probably be short-lived too, okay? But for me personally, it's not about the physical thing. I like things. I like to buy nice things. I'm, you know, I'm pretty smart about, you know, not doing like stupid stuff like buying, like even my wife, she's like, don't buy me a purse that's $1,000. Like she'd be mad at me if I bought her a purse for $1,000. Some women, and no offense to you women out there that like the $1,000 purse, but there's a lot of other cool things you could do with that $1,000 in my opinion and in my wife's opinion as well. Um, Does she love nice things? Absolutely. Um, But she's a pretty good shopper too, by the way. Uh, But anyway, so you just got to figure out that why. You got to figure out that why. Why are you doing it? Why why is it important for you to, you know, get out of your job or free up more time? Ask yourself those questions. Ask yourself right now or when you get to this exercise. Ask yourself that question right now, answer it, write it down on paper. Why do you want to leave your job? And you're going to be like, "Well, cuz I want to spend more time with my kids. I feel guilty every time I miss a baseball game." I feel guilty when I can't go here. Or maybe you're a grandparent. I feel guilty because I can't go watch my grandson or my granddaughter, you know, at the school play, whatever it is, okay? Or maybe it's, you know, I don't want to have to be stressed out every morning when I wake up and I think, oh my gosh, how am I going to pay the bill at the end of the month for this? Or how am I going to do that? Or I hope this money comes in here because I'm not going to be able to pay. Like whatever it is, figure out the why, all right? And then you need to write that down and be very, very clear on that and maybe even post it on your computer. Get a post-it note and stick it right on the side of your computer why you're doing it, okay? Get crystal, crystal clear. Almost, and I'm don't do this, but almost tattoo it somewhere, Right? Tattoo it somewhere. So this way here, you are reminded of it constantly. You know, I'm not into the woo-woo stuff like, you know, go out there and dream it and you'll have it. I'm not that guy. I am about getting very, very clear, okay, about what you want. Remind yourself constantly why you are doing what you're doing and it will motivate you and keep you going when you don't feel like going anymore. All right, that's, I'm, I'm a believer in that. And when you take action, guess what? You usually get a result and that could be a good one and it could be a not so good one and you go, oh, don't want to do that again, but you learned from it, okay? But we got to get you going, okay? So that's the why. The why is really important and I think that's the first piece in all of this. Get the why, let that be like the main thing that you look at and then from there, we're going to break down the other things like these three sections, these three pillars, if you will. Uh, and then that will also allow you to be strong mentally and physically and, and you'll feel good. And then you'll also have a good clarity in your mind of what you're doing and why you're doing it. And then the big question is, well, Scott, how do I get that thing? Well, then we got to figure out what that thing is. And for the most part, it's usually income, right? So let's just use an example here for for an example. If you said, you know what, Scott, I just wish I could make an extra $40,000 a year. That'd be amazing. And I think the average salary still across the country is like 55,000, something like that. So let's just say 40 grand. Like if you could come up with an extra 40 grand a year, you know, profit, you would feel like a huge weight has been lifted. All right. Now, what you would do there is you would say, okay, I established the goal in a sense, right? The target, but now how do I get there? Well, let's do a little math. Let's take that and let's divide it 
by 365 days, okay? So if we do that, I've already done a little pre-math here, that's $110 per day profit. That's the smaller goal. So we're not looking at making $40,000 anymore. We're looking at $110 per day profit. So then you would say, okay, well, how do I get there? Well, a simple way to get almost there for 40,000 would be to follow the 10 by 10 by one strategy that I talk about. Okay. So that is, if you guys are brand new, that's $10 profit for 10 sales. So each sale is $10 profit. You have 10 sales a day and for one product. Now that's $36,500 if we did the math on that. Okay. So all you really need to do is bump it up a couple of months and you're at the 40 K. All right. So just one product that sells 10 a day at $10 profit after all expenses, that's a hundred dollar bill in your pocket. That's $36,500. Do you see how I just reversed that? Do you see how I just went back and I just kind of went backwards? Now I started where I want to go and then I just went backwards and made the number achievable and also what I need to focus on. So instead of focusing on 36.5 or 40,000, I'm focusing on hundred dollars a day or $110 a day, or maybe that's $115 a day, whatever it is. Maybe it's $200 a day. Okay. Then you would say, well, wait a minute. If it's gotta be $200 a day, what's gotta happen? Hmm. Gotta get another product, right? Now we gotta get two products rolling. We get two products going. Now we can double that. Now we went from 36.5, if we only did $100 per day times two, now we're going to be over $70,000. Okay? So that's what you need to do. Okay? Now, another example of this would be like, well, wait a minute, Scott. What if I can only get five sales per day at $10 profit? Well, that's $50 a day. Now you need two products that are doing that. And I'll tell you what, there's a lot more people going after products that are doing $500 profit a day or $1,000 profit a day, you know, 100 sales a day, people, there's a lot more going after those than going after ones that are doing five sales a day or 10 sales a day. Trust me, okay? So with that, you can say, well, wait a minute. I think I can find a product that can sell five a day. And from there, I, you know, I could, I can make $10 profit on that. That's $50 profit per, per day on that one product. Let me get two products. Let me get three products. You see how you can multiply that? I mean, heck, you can probably, this is no joke, you can probably go out there and find products on eBay that you could sell five a day on something. You, I mean, you'd have to fulfill it yourself. You'd have to ship it yourself, you know, or you can send them in Amazon. And then when you have an eBay, eBay sale, you can just do a fulfillment order and fulfill that order. And there's even software that'll allow you to do that. But you see, the, you just have to look at the numbers and reverse back. Same thing about losing weight. I always kind of use the two because they're, they're kind of what I know. You know, if you want to lose, you know, 10 pounds and you want to lose one pound a week, it's going to take you 10 weeks. How many calories does your body have to be in a deficit in order to lose one pound a week? There's tools out there. There's software out there that'll calculate it for you. But you have to then follow the path. You have to follow the process but you just have to reverse it back. It sounds easier to lose one pound a week than 10 pounds in a week, right? It's not even healthy, but you get what I'm saying, right? But the bottom line is you just got to start. And you guys hear me say that over and over and over again, but you have to do that. Not me. Like you have to commit to that. All right. So, all right. So that is, that's the plan there on that, right? We got to basically figure out these different pieces, write them all down and then create that plan. 
Okay. So that's what I want you to do. I want you to go through this, get the notebooks. Okay. And start asking yourself those questions. What do I want to accomplish in 2018? Health and fitness is one, two is relationships and three is financially. Okay. And then from there, dig into each one of those. Once you get them written down, discover your why. Okay. Your, your why may even want to come first here. You might want to do that exercise first. And then from there, from that why, it's probably going to involve some money to get there, right? That you want to make or that you want to be able to achieve. So now you got to reverse back. What is it going to take you personally to create your plan? Okay. Not what you're seeing other gurus post. Oh, I just made a million dollars last year. Yeah, that's like gross. And then they made a 15% margin maybe, which to some people, oh, that's great. You know, you could do better than that. But you see what I'm saying? Don't don't look at other people's numbers right now. What are your numbers? What is going to help you get out of the situation you're in right now and to move you forward and to educate you through that process? That's the real thing you need to ask yourself, okay? So again, just remember, this is not going to happen overnight. It's not, and I'm not here to tell you. It's going to take work. You know, our, th this new brand that I talk a lot about now, you know, we planned it and we set it in motion almost eight months ago, and now we're starting to reap the benefits, but it took that much time to kind of get the ball rolling, right? And to kind of set up the foundation, all right? I mean, there's there's things you can do right now to get started, even if you don't have money to do private label. You can do retail arbitrage. I talked about it. Talked about it in the 1K Fast Track. I've talked about it on the podcast. It's totally doable. You can do retail arbitrage. Buy products low, sell them high, okay? You can flip items on eBay, Find something at a garage sale or in your own possession and just list it on eBay. Actually, that would be a challenge uh, for me to give you is find something right now, anything that you are going to get rid of or that you're going to maybe put in a garage sale. Take that item, take some pictures, put it up on eBay. Just do it. See what happens. I bet you probably got a good chance of selling it. Okay. Just do it. Put something up there. You'll be amazed. And it'll also give you a huge smile on your face and also some confidence that, oh yeah, I guess I can probably do this. And if you did this a little bit more often than just once, you may make some extra cash and that could be your startup. And actually speaking of that, let me, let me give you some ideas here and some things that you could do if the question was, how can I make a thousand dollars to start my private label business? That's a big one that a lot of people ask themselves. Again, asking questions. What happens when I ask a question? Well, you have to answer it, right? You have to answer the question. So let's answer this question. How can I make $1,000 to start my private label business? Well, number one, you can buy and sell old video games on eBay. There's one way. Two, you can sell old stuff laying around on eBay or Craigslist, okay? You can help another local business list their products on Amazon. You can buy small orders on AliExpress, make maybe 25% margin, and you can do that, okay? You can use your expertise to make money right now, maybe not even selling on eBay or Amazon. Maybe you can do odd jobs on the side because that's a skill set that you have. Or maybe you're a graphic designer and you can take that skill set and you can hire yourself or you can put yourself for hire to work for other people while you're building your business or while you're building up capital, all right? So that's what you need to do. You need to ask yourself these questions and you will get answers. Again, if it's about startup money, how do you make an extra two grand? This is how. How do you make an extra three grand? This is how, okay? Ask yourself those questions. I think you guys get it by now. I like asking myself questions and I think you should get really used to doing that as well because you'll be amazed 
of how your mind wants to answer it, all right? Now, I want to take you through uh, one more example here of something like this. Let's say, for example, you said, well, Scott, how can I make $30,000 profit in 12 months? Well, let's kind of do the math on that, okay? Let's, I'm kind of trying to do these exercises so you can go back and do one yourself. Whatever your number is, you want to be able to do that for, let's say, 12 months, 365 days a year. But that right there would be $83 profit per day. That's about eight to nine sales per day at the 10 by 10 by one strategy, okay? You have to ask yourself, what is your number for the next 12 months, okay? What will that do for you, okay? What is the plan to get there? What is the steps to get started? And you need to write this down like a blueprint or your roadmap and commit yourself and focus on this and only this, okay? And I want you to follow the just-in-time learning mantra. This is something that I picked up from Pat Flynn, good friend of mine, who I heard him talking about this and I thought it was brilliant. And he learned it from someone else and he's passing it on and now I'm passing it on to you, okay? Just-in-time learning. Don't get like overwhelmed and even consumed in all of the shiny objects or the different ways that you can do it. I'm here to tell you there's a hundred different ways that you can do it. But to me, if you commit to one way and stick with it, you've got a better chance than jumping around. All right. So just in time learning, if you are in the product research phase, stay there until you are done finding your products, then move on to sourcing. Don't even think about sourcing at that point. Okay, and then from there, move on to the pre-launch. Once you get through that, then you can worry about the launch. And then once you get through that, you then you can worry about pay-per-click. But don't worry about pay-per-click if you don't have a product launch yet. There's no reason to, right? So just in time learning, you may even want to write that one down, all right? The other little tip here for you, clean up your inbox and social media. And what I mean by that is stop being drawn to the shiny objects. Don't be tempted. And the way to do that is to remove people that are coming into your space, into your inbox, into your social media. And again, if that's me, then I would give you permission to just turn me off. Okay. Hopefully that's not me. I'm hopefully I'm giving you value and giving you the kick in the butt that you need to go out there and do it. All right. But clean up your inbox. There's so many marketers out there trying to, you know, get your attention and say, Hey, listen, there's a new way. There's a new strategy. There's a new shortcut. There's a new secret. That stuff's all BS in my book. If you want to build a sustainable business, if you want to go out there and make some, some cash right now and some startup, what I just talked to you about is proven. It's proven over and over again. Okay. I'm not going to give you, oh, here's a new hack that Amazon's letting slide right now, but guess what? If they find out, they're going to wipe out your listing or they're going to, they're going to stop. It's going to stop working. And then your ranking is going to go away overnight. Like I wouldn't even be able to sleep at night giving you that kind of advice. So if that's the kind of advice that you want, this isn't the right place, all right? So just, you know, turn that stuff off. Like, it's like bad TV. It's like, it's like bad news coming into your brain and you're downloading this stuff and then you're being tempted by it because everyone wants the easy way. And someone said it just the other day on a Facebook comment that I was posting about how we just launched our new brand and our products and all this stuff. And he said, nothing trumps hard work. Like nothing is going to outperform hard work. And the reason why people won't do the launch list stuff is because it's work and it takes time. It takes learning something new rather than going out there, signing up for a review group list and blasting. Like it's easier, right? 
But is that stuff going to be there forever? Probably not. Is it going to be there short term? Maybe. Um, I, I'm about building long-term assets and long-term strategies that will perform now and in the future. All right. So do that. All right. And then the other thing is I want to leave you with is I want you to create your daily and weekly schedule. Okay. And this really looks like this. How much time per day will you devote to your plan? Okay. How much? Ask yourself that. And you know, you might be saying, well, Scott, I don't have any time. No, you have time. Then my first bit of advice to you and lesson and exercise would be, I want you to track everything you do on a daily basis for the next three days. I want you to write everything down, everything you do from brushing your teeth all the way to turning on your computer to going to bed at night, like whatever you do. Okay. I want you to write everything down because you're going to see, well, I did spend about 45 minutes at work, you know, jumping into Facebook or jumping into Instagram. Or maybe I was staying up and I was watching a movie because I wanted to watch that movie. Or maybe I taped some stuff that I wanted to watch or DVR or, you know, I guess it's not taping anymore, but you get what I'm saying, right? There, there's ways, right? So how much time per day will you devote and commit to your plan? Okay. You need to plan your days in advance. This is another great tip. What will you work on and when? So when you do decide to work on that thing, you better be ready and armed with what you're going to work on. That way there's no thinking, right? Same thing with working out. If you don't know what you're going to wear while you're working out, you might not want to do that the day or the morning that you're doing it, right? Because then you're going to spend 10 minutes finding something. Lay it out the night before, get up, go put it on, go work out. Like no thought, right? Even plan out your workout. What are you going to do? Write it down on a notepad, leave it there with a pen, and then you go out there and you check it off as you do it, right? So just plan your days in advance, okay? Write everything you do during that time. And like I just said, you might want to just write everything you're doing anyway, even if you're not doing this to kind of see where you can save time or where, where you're kind of wasting time, but also it'll give you a sense of all the stuff that you're doing and it'll feel really good, right? So maybe you want to do that too. Write everything down that you're doing, okay? Write everything down. It's super, super powerful. I, I can't stress that enough, all right? So, all right, the last thing I want to do here is I want to, well, number one, I want to give you a little bonus tip here, and I've already kind of mentioned it, but I'm going to say it again. A lot of people, they discard, like, the start of your day, right? Well, it also has to do with kind of, like, how you go to bed at night and all that stuff, too. So if you are tired in the morning, it probably means you get need to get to bed earlier uh, or, you know, you need to uh, maybe eat better foods because you don't have the right fuel in your body, whatever it is, but you got to figure that out, all right? So set yourself up to be productive with energy, and that can be starting the day right with exercise and diet, all right? Now, I'm going to give you an example of what this would look like in, in my day. And again, I could go deeper into some of these areas, but I'm just going to kind of give you an example because a lot of people like examples, right? But you write down your day, at least the morning that you're, you know, what you're going to be doing, or maybe uh, the morning and then when you go to work and then that you can't really do anything there, but then from there when you get home, right? So my example would look like this. Wake up at 5.30 a.m., brush teeth, work out in garage 30 minutes, meditate 10 minutes, take a shower. Take Kayla, my daughter, to school with my wife, Lisa. Walk for 30, min 30 minutes with my wife, Lisa, when we get back. Brew coffee and start work at 8.30 a.m. Work for 90 minutes. Okay, there's a little sprint there. Break for 15 minutes, and I'm, I'm able to do whatever I want. I can go take another little walk. I can go read something. I can go sit out on the back deck. I can do whatever I want. Okay, it's my time. Break, 15 minutes. Then I go back to work for 90 minutes. Okay, then I break for another 15 minutes do the same thing. And then I work for another 30 minutes and then it is lunchtime. 
okay? And then from lunch, I'm gonna go to lunch with my wife. Generally, we do that every day until about two o'clock. Then I come back, work for another 60 minutes, and then I am done for scheduled work. And I say scheduled work. No later than 4 p.m. is what I try for, but sometimes I'll have a meeting or I'll have someone that I, I, I can only talk to at a certain time. That would be the exception. But I never make an exception if it, if it uh, has something to take away from my personal schedule as far as if we already had a volleyball commitment or if we had, you know, a piano or whatever, you know, like recital, whatever it is, that's not going to get in the way. I'll always schedule around that. All right. And then generally family time, dinner, volleyball, fun stuff, you know, having some fun. And then 9 p.m., will be read a positive book or journal, and that could be for 15 to 30 minutes, depending. Uh, And again, if I want to squeeze in a little bit of TV there, I might have watched a little bit of TV with my daughter, whatever, uh, that's fine, okay? But I want to leave the day or exit the day with some positive stuff, not news, not anything, not even a, not even a, you know, an action movie. I wouldn't even want to end the night there. I want to end peacefully and feeling good, and then from there, go to bed. And I have 10 p.m. I generally try to get to bed between 10 and 11, depending if I'm doing a workshop, I might be up till 12, 31 o'clock and that's okay because I account for that. Um, But generally 10 to 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock is the latest, but 10 o'clock is my preferred time. And that's it, right? So I just, I just went through everything there, you know, kind of like step by step all the way through the day. Now the work for 90 minutes, generally what I do there too, just to give you another little side tip is I break that up. So I will plan my week and I will say, well, Monday is a, you know, for that 90 minutes is going to be a prep for my podcast. And then the next 90 minutes will be, uh, you know, working on Amazon product description or working on uh, a funnel or working on whatever, right? So I will theme that out of what I'm going to be working on for those 90 minutes. So I'm not like, and I'm not standing there or I'm standing at my desk. I always stand, but if I'm not, so I'm not just sitting there saying like, okay, what am I going to do for 90 minutes? And I takes 50, takes 15 minutes before I know what I'm going to do. I like to plan that stuff out. So that way there, I hit the 90 minutes and I go running. And then from there, you know, I take the break and then I go for another 90, but I know exactly what I'm going to do. So definitely, definitely map out your day. Even if you only do the start of your day, it will set you up for a more successful day. Meaning if you start the day eating something clean, you're going to probably want to eat something clean for lunch because you don't want to lose what you started and you'll get that momentum. And the same thing goes with when you're working on stuff and you start to see progress, you're going to start to get a sense of movement and you're going to like that. You're going to feed off of that. You're going to get energy from that. All right. So that's it, guys. I mean, I... I went through a lot of stuff there and I didn't know how much I was going to go into, but uh, that's basically what I do and what I suggest you all to do is to really go through and figure out all of the details and then create the plan and then create the schedule, all right, and figure out that why, all right? So all of that stuff is there for you guys. You're probably going to want to go back and listen to this one again, and as you're going through it, you might want to have the notepad, maybe pause and then go ahead and do the exercise, come back, hit play, and keep moving on. I really, really believe that this is a huge part of anyone's success is when you can create the plan, go out there, take action on it, execute on it, and then learn from everything that you're doing. It's the only way you're going to be able to learn is to do it and uh, and kind of get out of your own way sometimes, all right? So the episode here is uh, episode 458. So theamazingseller.com forward slash 458 will give you all of those show notes and the transcripts. And then also the other one that I would probably listen to is episode 447. And that one is how to make enough money to leave your job. And there's some action steps there for you as well. So this way here, you can kind of do a little bit more of that reverse engineering 
on what you are achieving financially. All right, so guys, that is gonna wrap it up. Happy New Year, happy 2018. And uh, remember, as always, I'm here for you, I believe in you, and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, week, whatever time of day it is, and I will see you on the next episode. Now go out there and crush 2018. What do you say? Go do it. 